Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the We Talk Real Talk podcast. My name is Paige. And I'm Lydia. And we are back with another episode. Yes. So sorry we were out of town. We were gone last week. We took a little vacation. Paige and I needed it for our own mental health and we so we just boogied over to to Michigan for a little little while yeah we were we were together on this vacation it was not a separate vacation for once uh Lydia and I rented an Airbnb with Jimmy and John and we did some beaching and some tubing and some drinking (laughs) (laughs) and that's pretty much that's all we did (laughs) but it was really fun if and if you guys have never been tubing on a river before highly recommend and we don't mean like on a boat. We mean like just just in a, a tube, tube tube. Yeah. If I you just if float. I could go back though, Paige, I would have gotten like the little boat, like the little river boat. The raft. Yeah, the raft. The raft. Yeah. They had so we we rented tubes, right? Like think water park. You're sitting in a tube on the lazy river. That's what we what we took. And there was a group. You know, everybody was spaced apart, and there was a group that had a raft and. I don't remember the the brand of it. It was like in Intex Index. I I don't know Intech. It's oh it's yeah, Intech is like is a it Intech? It's something so like that's that. a really common brand for rafting, kayaks, those types of things. And they all had. It was just like a pretty nice raft, and it just would have been way easier. We wouldn't have gotten stuck so much. We yeah, we will say at the end of the tubing trip that was not super fun because we all maybe had had a few too uh, many white claws and nobody was paying attention to John (laughs) and we were on the wrong side of the river and then all of our stuff dumped out at the end and it was a a mess yeah the aloe I was really sunburned this day so I had to wear like a t-shirt instead of a swimsuit but at the end when our tubes flipped over the aloe vera started floating away like was really far away at this point and we were trying to collect and everything and I'm like are we missing We also anything? have to and preface this with this there was a significant current in this river. It was like right. super cur- <laughs> like the aloe was like really far really quick. And I'm like we we got everything we thought and like is anything missing and and someone's like I think the aloe got is gone and I was like oh hell no I'm sunburned. <laughs> and so the aloe. I Dove into the river. I stubbed my. I don't think I told you this, Lydia. I stubbed my foot on a rock, and my toe was oh my bleeding. Gosh. I don't. I think I ever talked no. about this. Um, it didn't really hurt. It just was bleeding, and I was like, okay. But um, swam all the way to get this aloe. I caught the aloe, thank God. But then to swim back, it was like super currenty, so I couldn't go meet everybody on the tubes. I had to just swim to shore and wait for them to come. <laughs> I just remember you were like, "I saved John's flip flops." <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. John's flip-flops, for some reason, were, like, the only things I could spot, and they were going so quick, and I remember, like, just scooping them up so no, fast. No, I'm him. so glad you did, you did, because he didn't have a spare. I brought a spare with me, uh, so I lost <laughs> one of my flip-flops. That was the art. That was a casualty. <laughs> What's my flip-flop? Oh, my gosh. I forgot that you I lost know, your flip-flop. I know. Long story short, though, guys, go tubing. Go tubing also in Michigan because the water there is way better than what we have in Illinois and Wisconsin. It was like crystal clear and trees are everywhere. It was beautiful. beautiful. Yes. So piece of advice, go to Michigan and tube. Second piece of advice, 
have someone sober up a little bit at the end so that <laughs> you can safely exit your tube. <laughs> Literally. That was so, so funny. funny. Like, I can't believe the last second. I know. I know. Well, I it came up so fast. I don't think we knew it was the end. And John was like, it's the end. And, and we were all like, no, we're fine. <laughs> John's like, wait, but actually it's the like, end. We have to get over <laughs> no. right now. Oh, so guys. Today, we are going to talk about many different things, and it all kind of stemmed from routines. We've talked about routines before, but it's kind of, it's been a while. The last time we really discussed routines was when COVID really started um, happening and being talked about, and I know for me, these past four weeks, I feel like I've been very out of routine, and so I thought it would be a really good opportunity for us to talk about routines again talk about um feeling kind of stuck in a rut um so yeah we're gonna be open and just kind of let the conversation flow and see where it takes us so okay so the first thing that kind of comes to mind for me is how do you how do you know when you're like stuck in a rut or you're you're feeling off, like do you recognize it right away, Paige, or does it take it take a while and you're like, oh, I feel like I've been a, in a funk for a really long time. Do you mean like a routine rut, like I, I'm too used to my day to day, like, or do you mean just like in general life, like being in a rut, like general life? But you can actually answer both. Oh. If I'm in a rut, like general life, I think I know right away. I think. I think either way I know right away if I'm in a rut. Really? So what mm-hmm. what types of things stand out to you that would make you feel like, oh, I'm I'm off. I am in a rut. I'm in a funk. I something's I think when I'm feeling anxious or sad about things that aren't normally things I'm anxious or sad mm-hmm. about. Also like today, for example, I had a long day at work and I had to go to the post office after work. Okay, not that big of a deal. But this this Poshmark order that I've been needing to ship since before this trip, actually, mm-hmm. Lydia, to Michigan, um, it was like final notice, like you must ship this. And I knew the post office closed at 5.30, but I had to come home and get this sweatshirt first to ship it. And the whole drive, I'm just like tense. And I'm like so stressed oh. out about this stupid sweatshirt, like getting it to the post office. Like I knew I'd get there in time. I knew it would be shipped in within the half hour. Like I knew it would all be a-okay. But for some reason, like today was such a rut type right. day. And it was the, that, that it was one the Monday like, too, so that doesn't help anything. Yeah. But that one like minuscule task that's like super not a big deal was like a huge deal to me. Right. And I felt like all this tension while I was driving. Like I wasn't sitting back against my chair. I was sitting up toward the steering wheel, which I do quite often when I'm stressed. But just something as simple as that like becomes like a major thing yeah. to me. Um, I, so I so think – get- so you get more anxious like if you're if if you're not in routine if you're out of your routine you'll you'll feel Mm -hmm. a little bit more anxious and tense or stressed would that be yeah 100 yeah so I feel like for me I definitely get anxious but I get foggy that's like the best word I can describe is and this is if it it's different so if it's a day-to-day type of rut, like what you just described, definitely anxious is kind of how I feel. But if it's – like right now, I feel really kind of st- 
stuck because I'm still living at John's right now. We haven't moved yet. I haven't started my job yet. You know, I have things I need to get done during this period of time, but I don't, I don't have a routine. And so I, and I'm in a space that's not mine. And so I feel kind of just stuck, even though I'm, you know, some would say you're on quote vacation, but I'm like, I'm not because I'm not in a space that's my own. And so I feel like day to day, I'll feel a little anxious, but then because this has kind of been my new normal for the past couple of days or a couple of weeks now, it's almost like I feel foggy. Like I wake up and I just, I don't know, I just feel foggy is the best way I can describe it. Um, and it's it's like I feel unmotivated, but then really anxious because I'm not motivated <laughs> to, to do anything. It's, it's weird. Like hearing you talk about this, Lid, I it reminds me of how I felt really? last summer. Like to a T. Um, and I, I'd be curious to know if that's just people with our personalities right. or like if most people would feel that way about that kind of situation because I feel like I don't really know anybody else. I don't know. That's been in that situation. Well, and it was so it, – honestly, it is so similar because you were at Jimmy's. And so same thing. You're not in a mm-hmm. space that exactly. was your own. And so I think it would be very different if John and I were in an apartment that was big enough for both of us and we all had our space and everything, you know, because – it would, I think it would just be different. It, you know, so I don't know. That's kind of, that's where all of this kind of stemmed from, from me is this episode and this topic was, okay, how do you, how do you recognize when you're stuck and when you're in a rut, you know, what key things can you be like hyper aware of so that you know, when you're, when you can get like this. And then second part of that is, well, okay, so how do you get out of it? right? Like when you're stuck in a rut, how, how do you get out of it? Also, like, what is rut? What, what is that? <laughs> but actually, what are what, you? <laughs> what is it? I don't even know. How would you define rut? Um, for me, being in a rut, is like being in a funk and being in a funk is when I feel off for some reason. And then I have to identify what that reason is and why I feel like I'm in That's a fair. funk or a rut. To pull myself out of the funk or rut. Yeah, what is I know. Rut? I'm like, what does rut even mean? It reminds me of like a boat part, but I think that's something else. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Rut. It's like when you say a word over and over again, and then you're like, is that a word? It sounds really weird. I don't know. But so when we're in a rut, right, we tend to get a little anxious or however you're feeling. Do you then, does your personality change? Like, do you get more snippy? Like, do you, do you yell at Jimmy more or do you, or do you like withdraw more or do you have an- I think, I think actually both. I think when I'm feeling off or anxious or in a funk, I one, don't want to talk at all. And then two, when I have to talk, I become more irritable mm-hmm. and I, I have, I have to, Forewarn him. Yeah, there we go. That I'm feeling funky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's. And here's another example. My mom called me yesterday, actually two days ago, and she, she was like, "Hey, um, blah blah blah. How are you? Have you been okay? Can you come here this weekend and help me with this thing?" And all of a sudden, it made me so stressed, and I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know." Blah blah blah. And I was stressed because I knew that I had so many unknowns. Like I thought I might have to work next weekend. I knew we might be seeing my friends next weekend. And so in my head, I was stressed about those things, not about her asking me to right. come, but whether or not it would work. 
but to her I was just outwardly rude <laughs> yeah that's a huh yeah because she, she doesn't know what's going on in your head exactly. yeah she says that to you and you're like oh my gosh I have all of these things in my head that just popped up when and you I said guess that. that's really not me being in a rut in that scenario that was me being just stressed right. <laughs> in general but that, I mean I feel like that can really well but then bit. if that if if that decision or if that affected the rest of your day then you would kind of be in a rut right Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it depends on how, how you view being stuck in a rut. You know, I think for some people it may be a day-to-day thing. Like, yeah, this day wasn't as good as the other. I just kind of felt like I was in a rut. Or it could be a longer period of time. Like, for me, I feel like I'm – that's how I'm feeling. I feel like it's a longer length of time. Um, I get like that sometimes with working out, especially with lifting. Like, I'll have a couple lifting routines and then I'll – be like I don't want to do this anymore I just like I'll I get bored and I think that's sometimes what happens to people too like that's a whole nother avenue yeah. right people just they get bored and I think for especially for for people that are like really big go-getters I think that can be really hard for them whether it's something physical or like their job if their job gets too easy for them and they want to be pushed you know pushed a little bit harder they can you know mm-hmm. it can feel like you're stuck at a rut and work or does that make Definitely. sense would you would you say that to you like a rut and a funk are different things because I think that's gonna help me like the rest of this episode I don't want to I'm thinking sometimes I'm thinking about these things in terms of like the word funk but then sometimes I think about them in terms of I feel like funk sounds worse or like has more negative consequences with them I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Hmm. I feel like when to me when I think rut like oh I'm stuck in a rut, it seems like just uh, a less emotional connotation attached to it. Like I'm just I'm in I'm just stuck in a rut, you know, I'm I'm either bored or I'm just there's a period of time where I don't really have my life together. <laughs> you know, whereas like funk, I attach an an emotional um like feeling with it like oh I'm in a funk like I yeah. don't feel good I feel really un- like I, I, I well and that's a good point actually like maybe you need to understand if you're in a funk like what does that mean identify those emotions right why are you in a funk are you stressed are you anxious are you tired you know are you unhappy are you sad you know seriously like I didn't right. even think about that like because I use that word all well not all the time but if I'm like, oh, I'm in a funk. We both use it quite but a yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. But I'm like, okay, what is that actually? Why? Like, why am I? Why am I like that? I feel like I can be in a funk when I have just like any normal day when I have outstanding tasks that I know I have to get yeah. done and they're not getting done. That puts me in an immediate funk. But I wouldn't say that's a rut. I feel like it changes my mood instantly, That's but true. when I get them done, I'm out of it. But I feel like a rut is more – Like a monotonous thing. I want to say, yeah, a rut is more monotonous and a funk is more like immediate feelings. Like how do I feel right, right now? Right, right. So funk does have a feeling attached to it, I feel like. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. That's so funny. I did not – I just felt like we had to. No, that was really smart. I I didn't even realize. <laughs> no, they they. I think they are different for sure. I think so. Yeah. Okay, so then now that we've defined what they are, <laughs> you know, and now that you can kind of like identify, okay, 
this is well no we didn't really talk about that very much like recognizing when you're stuck in a rut right like I think taking some time to think back to when you've been in like a funky place or an off time and think think back to okay well what what caused me to feel like that what where who was I living with who was I surrounded? <laughs> I can't. I can't. He's so loud. Um, yeah, but who, you know, who, who am I living with? Who do I surround myself with? What am I, am I working? What am I doing day to day? I'm so, I can't. I think I just need to address everyone. It's like the little half. I know. He's stuff. trying so hard. Me. Guys, I'm in the basement right now at John's apartment and he is upstairs cooking dinner because he's so sweet and the floorboards creak really bad, so we can hear him every time he steps. Oh, he's trying. It is bad, though. You could hear him trying. You could hear I him know. doing, like, these half steps. Poor guy. Um, okay, back to what I was saying, because he's, like, dancing up there or something. <laughs> um, so, no, identifying... Even identifying, like, what your triggers are prior to you being in, like, in the rut or in the funk could be really helpful to help you not get in those moods, you know? So if for some – I'm trying to think of an example. Um, I have one. Yeah, go for it. And it's about the the tasks. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I know that if I have an – okay, the post office, for example. Let's go back to the stupid-ass post office because for some reason going to the post office – makes me so stressed out and it's not the actual act of being at the post office it's just like knowing that I have to go to the post office because there's always a line I always have to tape up my thing there because it's always Poshmark and I have to get the priority mail package and tape it while I'm there and there's a line and it's this whole thing so tasks like that I know that if I don't do them right away then I'm going to be in a funk slash rut a few days later when it like comes time to have to do it, like without fail, have to do right. it. Right. And so for me, when I have little minuscule tasks such as the post office, I try to do them as they come so they don't pile up, so they don't get stressed, I don't get put in this like little funk rut thing. Hmm. No. That's one of my triggers. <laughs> little tasks. <laughs> or even – it's always about mail, like writing a thank you card or – Literally just dropping a letter in the Do you mail think it's because or... you also don't like like traffic? And like you're going at... Yeah, the post office is so far away. Is it or no? It's 15 minutes oh away. Oh my gosh. It's a long time. Yeah. Do you typically... What, times, what time of the day do you go to the post office? If I'm at work, I'll go at lunch. Okay. I'll go to the post office in that town. And if I'm here, I'll go after work, I guess, or on the weekends. But either way, I hate We're it. In... <laughs> I hate it well I tried to I was trying to think well maybe maybe you're going at really poor times and so there are a lot of people or a lot of traffic and so you're you're, there's always a line at the post office well yeah also though save the post office go buy some stamps save the post office I love them I love them (laughs) don't get me wrong I just don't like going no but I think it's like the line in the traffic I think I think it's almost more of those things like if you imagine if you had to go drop the Poshmark thing off there was no traffic there was no one at the post office. Like, you you were in, you were out, you left. Do you think you'd still be stressed? Like, that would have stressed you out? If it was an outstanding task, then yeah. It's it's less about the post office and more about just, like, the thing that needs to be done that I, that I wait that you to, waited do to do. And, you know? No, 
it's just little little tasks like that that pile up and I'm like oh my gosh or like people's birthdays it's always about mail it's like always mailing about mail I don't know what it is about like well mail it might and, like, but see no but things, seriously but... you might you may have identified like that's a trigger for me for a router yeah I really think you know is. and so yeah. making sure that if you have to do something do like seriously doing it as soon as you can so that it's not just stewing in your brain that you know, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I have to do this. Stays on my to-do list for weeks, right. and then I'm never crossing it off, and then it does not feel satisfying at right. all. Right, right. What are your triggers? What are my triggers? Hmm. <laughs> Everything. No. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. Um. I don't know. I think I struggle with... I'd probably say tasks as well, but in a different sense. I I feel like I'm a I'm a yes girl and I'm trying not to be so much like that, so I'll say yes a lot to things and then I realize that that then I'll complain that I don't have enough free time for myself and then I don't prioritize and then I get stressed and then I'm like, "Well, I should have just not said yes to that in the first place." So, I don't know. Sometimes I'll take on too much on my plate, um, but that's not really, like, a specific thing. Um, it is. I think it's as specific as mine. Yeah. I, But I think just, like, the general waiting too long to do something. Like, just, like, procrastination. Like, I hate procrastinating, and I do do it. I And I hate that I do it. I know that it doesn't make me feel good. Um, right. You know, I've never, I've never been one of those people that – thrives on procrastinating or on like doing things at the last minute it really stresses me out so you'd think I'd be better about like not being so late you'd think that right because it it, you know it does stress me out but it's funny because I hate I hate talking about procrastination because I feel like that's so cliche like oh I procrastinate you know like okay everybody says that but Everybody says that we all we all do it. It's so common. Oh, yeah. So I think it's actually important to talk about, but at the same time, like I feel stupid talking about procrastination because everybody thinks they're so special when they're like, I procrastinate. I know. You know what I'm I saying? know. But we all well, do we all it. do it. And I think it's just funny because at the end of the day, like we are, we have time, right? We you always find the time. You for have it. time. What you make time. You have time for what you make time right. for. Like. If you want to do something, like, you just, you have time. Like, there's always time. Right. Even though it might not seem like there's time. And actually, this kind of, you you saying that, like, sparked another trigger for me, which is a good segue into a kind of our, our next thing we want to talk about is when I, not really funk, but this is more of a rut for me. If I'm out of routine, I easily fall or I easily feel like I'm stuck in a rut. And so I have been very out of routine, probably for about a month. So I am right in the rut train (laughs) (laughs) right now. So um, I don't know. I I wanted to just kind of re-go over like what your opinion of routines are, Paige, and like what you do. Is there something you do in the morning versus at night or what your thoughts are are on routine and does it help you day to day? Those types of things. It's funny, Lydia, because I, I don't know. I feel like lately, like the past two months or so, I've been really out of my routine too. I haven't been waking up early. 
before work. I've been flying out the door. I've been running late to work ever since I've been back in person and not virtual. And I think that coming back to work in person has actually put me in a rut in a weird way because I feel like I never got back into a real routine. So I'm not waking up early enough to like have a cup of coffee at home. I'm not waking up early enough to take my vitamins. I'm not waking up early enough to have any type of breakfast or pack a lunch. I'm literally running out the door as quick as I can. And then after work, I come home feeling weird Mm -hmm. and funky and tired because work's been crazy. And so then I come home and I haven't been working out as much. I'm sure like I haven't been running my Peloton as much. And then I really look forward to sitting on the couch with Jimmy and watch TV, like watching TV with him. Like that's a really nice part of my day. Like around eight o'clock, we do that to like 10 o'clock, I'd say. But... But then it sets you. I'm just out. I was of, gonna say, but then it also sets you up then for to like just repeat everything the next day. Exactly. You know? So this episode, I'm actually excited about because I've been out of my mm-hmm. routine, and I'm not gonna sit here and lie to everybody. And be like, no, every morning I drink my juice, and then I do like I know I haven't been doing anything. I literally wake up, I go to work, I come home, I sit on the couch after after I stress clean. I stress clean usually every day. I get my little tasks done on my stress list, and then I sit on the couch and watch the show alone on the History Channel. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Well, okay, so let me break that down for a minute. So part of me wonders if you had a routine, right, and then COVID hit, and then your routine changed because your office was walking out into your kitchen, right? And then you got in that habit, and that probably – that stuck with you for quite some time and now that you're going back in person it's like you probably haven't had a reset of okay let's re-get back to what I was doing before mm-hmm. you know probably probably a little bit um but I'm like I'm the exact same way I it's so funny because I when I'm in when I'm in my routine, you know, I'll be like, oh, you know, wouldn't it be nice to just wake up at 10 o'clock and just whatever. And now that I, I, I can do that. And I'm like, no, I don't want to wake up that late. I want to get up early and start my day and go to bed early. And I just do better when I go to bed at a certain time and wake up at a certain time. And these past four weeks have just not been that just with finishing the residency and, and moving back and, you know, then we were on vacation. And so for me, my sleep schedule is so indicative of how my day to day goes. And I have had very, very poor sleep hygiene these past four weeks, probably honestly, these past probably six to eight weeks. Um, I'm a, I'm an eight hour girl. Um, I have to get eight hours. Otherwise it catches up with me. Um, and so, like, I <laughs> I used to be very – prior to, like, John coming to Omaha, and I think it was easier for me to stick to a routine when he wasn't there because once he was there, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, yeah, Sorry. like, we'll watch we'll watch Netflix and blah, 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 and it's fine. And so – You feel like you have to you, – There – I almost said you – I almost I, – you know, when you were a kid, you're like, you have to play right. with them. Like, I almost said it. You feel like you have, you to, have play to play with, with them. them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you know, it's it's like – they're there and it's fun and you're, you know, you're sitting on the couch, you're watching whatever. Um, but I a hundred percent, my, my night, my nighttime routine was off because I used to, I'd have, I'd eat dinner, maybe I'd watch a little bit of Netflix and then I would clean up my dinner. I would clean up 
um, you know, any other dishes that, that I had from the day, if I had any, you know, I'd make my smoothie, make my, make my lunch and then I'd get ready for bed and I'd be in bed, you know? And so, and then in the morning, like I'd have, I'd have my coffee in the morning when I did, while I did some work stuff and then, you know, I'd leave and blah, blah, blah. And so I was like pretty set, like, I knew generally like I want to be in bed between 10 and 10:30 every night cuz I'll get up sometime between 6 and 6:30 every night and these past 4 weeks I have not gone to bed that early and I have not gotten up that early and it is messing with my circadian rhythms. <laughs> it is though. And so I I'm like, well, no wonder I'm funky. Like I just feel funky because A I'm not getting enough sleep. B I'm probably not getting a good quality sleep because I'm not going to bed at the natural times my body wants me to go to bed at, you know, and then C, especially the last couple of weeks of my residency, I was really stressed. And so I emotionally probably ate too much way, like really late at night. So then I'm like up it, I've been out of a routine and I want to get back into a routine. So how do we do it? (laughs) (laughs) I have so much to say about what you just said, Lydia. The first is that you were saying like, oh, when I have to wake up early, I always think like, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be so nice if I could just get up Mm -hmm. at 10? And it's just so true that like, Whatever routine you're in, the grass is always green. Seriously. Always. We can never – I you know. You always want to do what the other people do. But, yeah, I feel you. Like, when, when I was staying at Jimmy's and I could literally sleep in as as I want, it would make me so sad. Mm-hmm. I would be so sad in the middle of the day. Like, that. I've t- I said this before on the podcast, but the hours from, like, 1 to 3, I'm, like, so sad every day if I'm doing nothing. Right. If I'm at work or, like, with That's people. Different. That's different. Yeah. Um, so it's so true that, like, the grass is always greener no, no matter what routine you're in. Um, I feel like people always wish they could have the other mm-hmm. person's kind of lifestyle, which is so interesting. Um, but yeah, also like the boy thing, like having John over, like living with Jimmy now, like boys are such a, such a bad influence, whether they know or not, know. Like, because you want to spend time with them, but you like also just want to like go to bed at eight and then they're like, no, we got to watch this episode. <laughs> and then you don't go to bed at eight, you know, it's just, it's, it's, a no, circle. it it's is a circle. And so, <sighs> Going into like, okay, you've established that you're stuck in a rut, you're out of routine. Okay, so now what do you do? So for me, I I have to think back to the times in my life when I was really in routine and when things worked for me. I'm a very I'm a very systematic person generally. That's how my brain works. Like I think in like I think in lists a lot. So, for example, in PT school, in the residency, I mean, even with working with the residency, I, you know, every Sunday I'd make a new to-do list. And then throughout the week, that big, um, like, it's a, I always used a legal pad that's, like, on my desk. And, you know, I'd cross it off and then transfer over the tasks that, like, maybe I didn't finish that week. And that was a very, very important piece that I did every week that I am now realizing was so important. I I didn't realize how important it was, but it's like it allowed me to um, kind of mind dump all of the things that I needed to do. And again, like I'm very systematic. And so I, when I would write to, like, it wasn't just to do and then, you know, 30 things that were just haphazard on there. Like I would write, I'd break it down into category. Like it was it for the clinic? Was it for um, you know, the university, was it for like finance, like financial things or, you know, there was like an other category, which had like 
mail tasks in it or whatever. So, and I, the post office. The post office. Um, and then I also realized on Sunday, I typically meal prepped, right? Like when I was home alone, I meal prepped. But then when John was there, and I really appreciate that, like he helped me out. And so he would make, you know, sometimes make dinners and whatnot during the week. But that like normal routine that I had, I no longer had. And even now, and then I don't, I should do a to-do list, but I haven't done one. And so it like those two things seem so simple and silly. Like, why would that make you feel out of routine? But it just, it does. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like such a stupid thing to talk about on a podcast. But literally, like, that's just like you're like just like you're saying like I'm not doing that anymore right. either. I haven't I make a to-do list at, at the point where I'm too stressed to function. Right. But that's too late. Too, like, I have to do it too the point of no return. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so. one thing that also works for me, I'm again, I'm systematic. I I just I try and find ways how can I make my life easier. And so for me, when I was working, I would have literally, I'm not kidding you, I would have the same breakfast every single day, same lunch every single day. doesn't change. It's the same thing. And that worked for me. And some people might not work for, but for me, it was like one less thing I have to worry about. Like it's a it's in the system. You know, it's not, you know, we're just going to keep going with it. Whereas like now, now I don't even eat at the same times every day. I'm like, I don't know what's in the fridge, what should, you know? And so it's just so easy to do that when, like when you're home. And so I've you have to be even more diligent about like okay this is what I'm gonna eat this is what I'm gonna make at this time like it's hard it is hard and I remember you know again when I was like doing kind of the same thing as you and also when I was working from home I ate way less you'd think I'd eat more because I had access to the Mm -hmm. fridge at all times but I ate way less because it wasn't built into my like daily routine because I was out of routine because I was home and I literally would forget to eat lunch, which is crazy. Still don't know how you do that. Lydia, <laughs> Lydia's like shaking her head. I disagree. No. <laughs> I don't know how you do That's that. That's how I am. It, it's crazy. If if I'm really hungry, like if my stomach's like, holy crap, like I am start, I'll eat. Right. But like if it's something that's not really like like eating at me, like plain words. Like <laughs> plain words, you know. <laughs> I won't notice and I'll just kind of forget about it, especially if I'm like busy at work or whatever. Right. right. Well, and this kind of goes into our last point, um, which is this concept of like decluttering. And for me, if I'm on a routine, like I need all facets of my life to be decluttered. So and like what I kind of mean by that. So the, the biggest thing that probably comes to mind for most people is your living space, right? If your living space is really, really messy, you're probably going to feel anxious. It's, you're going to be stressed. That That's how I feel, right? That's like top, top thing for, for you. Me, is it has to be picked Well, up, and it's yeah. like you're, then it, it not only is like a mental thing, it also becomes like literally, physically, you feel like you do not feel okay, <laughs> you know? Right. And so I think, getting into a routine of making sure you eat, like you pick up every night, right? Pick up what whatever you took out in the living room or whatever. And we haven't really been doing that at, at John's place, but at my place, I made sure we did that every single night. But this isn't my place. And so it, I don't know. 
it's just it's different and so I'm out of routine and that's nobody's fault it's just it's a situation you know um and I think another thing for example for me I'm a I'm typically a nighttime shower showerer (laughs) and when I was working and everything was the same you know I I would typically I'd work out after work and then I would shower um at night and it was both like a physical and a mental kind of just release from the day you know I'd reflect a little bit on how like how the day went or like things that I needed to you know do the next day and now I'm I'll work out or shower at such random times that it doesn't it's almost like that relaxation time that like showering was for me I no longer have and I was very heavily reliant on that as a form of like mental I don't know, decompression, if you will. And so now I don't, I don't have that. And so I ha- I don't have that release, right. To kind of release some of that pent up, like emotional, I don't know, discomfort that I'm feeling. I don't, does that make any sense? Yeah. No, that makes a lot of um, sense. And so, I mean, I guess that kind of also goes into, so, okay. So if, if what you used to use to either, you know, mentally like declutter your mind or whatever if you can no longer do that well then you have to find something else that works for you right I don't know what do you do I feel like your mental stress or like your mental decluttering comes out in the form of like something physical like you'll like stress clean oh 100% (laughs) I even the other day I was stressed about something and I I quickly vacuumed and then I quickly wiped everything down and then I just like literally when I feel cluttered in the brain, mm-hmm. yeah, picking up, but but further than that, I have to clean. I clean everything. Um, and also just like, I mean, writing down the list of things and making sure everything that needs to be done is done. Like there's no bill I haven't paid. Right. There's no this or that or this text I haven't replied to in two days. Like something as little as like a text I have to reply to makes me feel cluttered in the brain. Hmm in the mind. And I have to literally go through every facet of my life and make sure there's nothing outstanding, no outstanding tasks. Do you write them down though? And, and or you, no? Is it just in your head? Um, a lot of the times it's just in my head, unless I've got a to-do list or something, right. I, I will write even something as simple as reply to this person's text. Like that's as deep as I'll go. Right. Um, but, but that helps me. And whether or not, I don't know, whether or not I've had a great routine that day, I guess as long as there's no outstanding task. I don't have to run to the post office. Um, there's no like outstanding task in any shape or form or like my space is clean and picked up. Like that'll at least make me feel like better. better right. It'll put you in good a- enough to like be okay. Right. right. It'll put you in a better mental headspace. I know a lot yeah. of people will like mind dump or whatever you call it where, you know, they mm-hmm. literally just will write down anything and everything that they're feeling and they just get, get it out on paper. Not e- I think that would help Yeah. Me. No, definitely. Um, and I think, so when I, I always think back to, okay, well, at what point in your life, the last like 10 years, when were you, when was your mental headspace in the best place? Like, when was that? And for me, I mean, I've told you and I've talked about this a lot, Paige, like for me, that was when I was back in Michigan. And so I, I kind of break down, okay, well, what, what was it about living there or being there or that time in my life that made me feel like I was in a good, like I was in a good space and I was on routine. Like, what was it? And I think part of it was 
the Airbnb I was staying at was pretty large. And so there wasn't, nothing was cluttered, right? Everything had a place. And so my environment made me feel happy. And then my mind, um, that was when I was kind of writing like poems and like doing those little like drawings page, you know? And I think for me, Mm -hmm. it was like really therapeutic. It allowed me to, um, even tap into, you know, emotions that I may have been keeping deep down. Like it allowed me to just like put them somewhere, right. And like create something. And so mentally that was a really, that was a way for me to kind of release some of those feelings. And then I, I feel like me personally, I'm very affected in a good way when I'm in, when I'm surrounded by nature, you know, whether that's in the forest or by the, by the lake, or that's like soul cleansing for me. So I think it was kind of all three of those things together. It just made me really happy. Um, combined with, you know, I, I switched my diet at that time. And so physically I also felt good. So whenever I think back to, whenever I'm in a rut, I think back to that time and I'm like, okay, well, what, how is my life different right now? In which of in which of those like categories? How is it different? How does it compare? How can I kind of recreate that um, that feeling that yeah, routine? How, how can I get right? There? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Does that make Does that make sense? Yeah, hundred percent. So, I don't know. That would be my I don't know advice. If if I'm saying advice, that would be my advice to anyone who's feeling stuck in a rut. Um, is to think back. Yeah, think, think back to a time. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Think back to a time that you felt really good and try to pinpoint and identify in what ways did you feel good and how can you recreate that now? It reminds me of, I feel like this is kind of a well-known like uh, self-help kind of quote, but like think about the best version of you and like what you were doing at that point that made you the best version of you and how can you get there? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I would say. Yeah, so let this be a, a lesson, everyone. If you're out of routine right now, try to get back on track this mm-hmm. week and try to get back into some type of routine and try to declutter your brain a little bit and kind of see how you feel, see if it helped. Yep. It's my task this week. That's my task too. My task is I'm going to go go to bed on time so that I can wake mm-hmm. up on time. Yeah. I'd, yeah, <laughs> sleep's important. Sleep is so important. I love sleeping. It's such a remember there. This is a side note. Remember the Snapchat I sent of the you quote from you from your the yearbook. Yeah, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> I guess I'm just good at this, and if I didn't do anything else, I'd sleep all day. Honestly, that was true though. That was like a true quote from 18 year old. You're age. like this is actually what I would have done if I wasn't playing the cello. <laughs> I think, think I would have. I think I would have gone to bed really early and slept in really oh late. Oh my gosh. See? But every Saturday I had cello lessons and every night I had cello till 9.30. Yeah, you were in a routine. Otherwise you would yeah, have slept I all was. day. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, we hope you guys got something useful um, out of today's episode. And if you are in a funk, you're in a rut, whatever you identify with, (laughs) pinpoint to kind of what you're feeling, 
how you can um, how you can recreate a better space for for yourself physically and mentally. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the We Talk Real Talk podcast, and we will talk to you all next week. Bye, guys.